1: Hello, I'm Kathy Worthington. Today on Late Boomers, our guest is Vince Kramer, the co creator of Imagine Miracles, where he teaches people to find success in their lives by designing and creating their miracle life.
2: And I'm Mary Elkins. Vince is a speaker, coach, and with his wife, Mary, he co hosts the podcast The Miracle You. Welcome, Vince.
3: Well, thank you, ladies. It's so good to be here. I know we tried to to get together for a while, so I'm excited to get to talk to the audience.
1: Well, good. Well, tell us first about your background. I know it's quite a bit different from others in your field, and so how did you get started? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Um, (laughs) Well, um, I'll I'll tell you about my background as, as a business person type of thing, and then if we want to go a little bit deeper, I can, but my, my background is uh, education based all around engineering, but um, the opportunity for free me to finish my degree after I had some, some issues playing ball in, in college because of an uh, injury, I ended up uh, going into the military to finish my degree. And the neat thing about going into the military was it, it gave me some opportunities once I decided that I liked it to, you know, what would it be like if I stayed in the military long term? So I took an Air Force qualifying test. And when I took that test, my pilot and navigation scores were extremely high. Uh, the interesting thing was when I was younger, I wanted to fly airplanes, but somebody scared me and I gave that all up. But now here's an opportunity to stay in the military, maybe fly a little bit, get my education paid for. And I ended up uh, getting a pilot slot, going through pilot training. So I I spent uh, about nine years of my military career flying airplanes and uh, doing the, the other officer duties that you have in the military. And then when it came time for me to maybe not fly anymore, and maybe have to fly a desk, I made the choice to leave the military and go fly commercially. So I spent a couple of years at American Airlines. I flew uh, 26 years at United Airlines. And uh, through all of that, I had an opportunity to be in management. I had an opportunity to train. A lot of things to help me build my gifts and talents to finally get back to what a five-year-old knew I was here on this earth to do. And that's another story.
1: Yeah. And how did you go from airline pilot to science and spirituality coach?
3: That's that five-year-old. Yeah. Um, When I was five years old, I told my grandmother that I wanted to help people love themselves so they could love each other. Oh, I love that. And unfortunately, shortly after that, um, I started to learn from the men in my life, my dad, my grandfather, and another pretty influential neighbor, what it meant to be a man in society and how a man should act and how a man should be and, and how to live uh, from that perspective. And my grandfather was the most influential because he was the most distant. I wanted him to love me. I wanted him to accept me. I want him to be proud of me. So I, I really learned about how to live life his way. Unfortunately, it was competition, be the best, step on whoever, get whatever you could get. Now, the good thing is I never lost my heart. So I didn't go as deep as he really trained me to be, but I did learn to compete and I did learn to be the best. So um, in learning all of that from him, I forgot what that little five-year-old knew. Uh So I went out in the world, I got my college degree, I got my master's degree, I was a military pilot, a military officer, uh, an engineer, I held director level jobs. And through all of that, there was always something missing in my life. Hmm. And there was something eating at me. But the way grandpa taught me it was okay. You just need to reach out for something else. You need to achieve something else. You need to get this, you need to beat this person. And it never, never took that feeling away. And then finally I had three wake up calls in my life. And unfortunately I didn't pay attention to the first two. We call them crisis wake ups at Imagine Miracles. They're, there's something that you, you can't help, but stop and think about Am I living life, the way that I want to live it. The first was 9-11. I lost a good friend that day, like many people have. I actually flew flight 93 one week prior. So if Ugh. it had been 9-4 instead of 9-11, I probably would have been in that smoking hole in, in Pennsylvania.
2: Oh, Vince.
3: Oh. But, but I listened to my grandfather and it was like, okay, I'm better than that. It never happened to me. You know, push on, keep going forward. It's the next thing. Don't look back. So I that wake up call, although, like many, it was like, man, we need to look at life differently. We we need to treat people differently. It it sat with me for quite a while, but not long enough. So I moved on with my life. And then about three years later, two and a half years later, United went bankrupt. I lost 60% of my pay. I lost all my retirement. Um, I lost all belief in loyalty through all of that. But once again, my dad kind of kicked in there. It was my job to support the family. Uh, If you're going to be successful, you better have a retirement fund so you can retire at a decent age and, quote, quote, enjoy life. So what did I do? I brushed it all off. I went out and I bought some businesses and I'm doing Annie Ann's pretzel stores at the same time that I'm working at United Airlines. Unfortunately, Dr. Atkins visits us, right. And tells us that carbohydrates aren't a good thing for us. So the pretzel stores took, took a dive and uh, you know, the, the income wasn't coming in. So I was working sometimes up to 95 hour weeks between training at United Airlines and, and working Ugh. the pretzel stores wow. and, Uh, You know, so I was just doing what granddad said. I was doing what dad said I should do. And unfortunately, while I was doing that, my ex-wife had an affair, decided she didn't want to be married any longer. I came home one day to her just being hysterical. And that was the wake up call that I finally listened to. So it took three to get my attention. Uh So I I went out to find out what was missing in my life. And what I found out, thanks to uh, one of my mentors, Jack Canfield, the chicken soup for the soul guy, I found out what was missing was me. Yeah, And it, it was, it was huge. And I kind of remembered what I told grandma back at five years old, but instead of really going out and starting to live my life I just stepped into another set of rules. I wanted to be like Jack Canfield. I wanted to be on stage. I want to talk about goals. I want to talk about visualization. I started some workshops and, and all the things that I knew I was being pulled to, but I didn't understand why, but I still wasn't doing it my way.
2: <laughs>
3: and then I had the fourth wake up call in my life. And that was my my wife now, Mary, who's my business partner that we founded, Imagine Miracles Together, she started talking about spirituality, and I went through, I, I was uh, 12 years in Catholic school, the whole bit, religion, very strong religion, but Mary started talking about spirituality in a way that I never heard it before, and of course, I didn't believe it, you know, this this might be against my religion, the way you're talking about it, but um, Really, honestly, it wasn't, but that's how I felt. So what I did was, what does a scientist do? What does an engineer do? I started trying to prove her wrong by going to the science books.
2: (laughs) Research.
3: Yes. And the deeper I got into science, the more I proved Mary's concepts right. (laughs) <laughs> Another so wake-up call for you. Yes, exactly. But this one was a good one instead of instead of <laughs> the other ones. So what I did was I realized that I need to start looking at life differently. And I need to I need to bring this to the world because if I didn't know it, there's a lot of people who didn't. But if I, I can't stand on a stage and talk about this stuff if I don't know what's really going on. So I spent eight years of my life doing the work around belief systems, understanding the brain, understanding quantum physics and how science comes together to, to help us really understand how we live energetically. <laughs> and then some other crazy things happened al- along the way that you might be getting to. I, I don't know. I don't want to. We well, well we,
2: we might. But tell us <laughs> how you and your wife came to found Imagine Miracles. And also, how is it working with your spouse?
3: Well, um The interesting thing was when we came together and part of our work is to help people find purpose. And and I know that you guys have had a couple episodes just recently about purpose, but what we found was that one, purpose isn't just our why there's three parts to our purpose. The, the energy that we are, the energy that we put out into the world, and, and we can't help doing it. The, the gift that we bring to the world, which is a combination of our gifts and talents and the process that you use to share your gifts and talents. And then your why comes in. So it's the who, what, and why that are three parts of purpose. Hmm. Well, what we What we found was As I uncovered mine and developed processes to help other people find theirs, and Mary found hers, we also realized that there was a third purpose in our relationship. And that third purpose was a combination of our two. And Imagine Miracles brings that third purpose. (laughs) But the the exciting thing was, uh, because of the education, because of uh, the guidance that we got. Um, we built a business around Vince has a way to follow his path. Mary has a way to follow her path. And then there's a way for us both to follow our combined path in, in Imagine Miracles. And that's that's why it was um, so important that we founded it the way we did. And we support each other in that journey.
2: Sounds that's- like a perfect marriage. That's great. Uh, and,
3: I think we all have these perfect attractions. We just don't know how to figure out the,
2: uh-huh. the
3: purposes that in, involved in all of it.
1: Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, what is the number one reason that people aren't successful in their lives?
3: I would say the number one reason is because we don't know exactly who we are and, and how we're meant to show up in the world. Um, uh, my my thoughts and beliefs have changed quite a bit. I actually believe we know our purpose before we ever even make a decision to to come to Earth, and and then we get to make choices along the way to help us move towards that purpose. But what I I find, especially for entrepreneurs and especially late the boomers, the late boomers, mm-hmm. uh, what I find is that. Um, we get to that place in our development. It, it's it's even a step be, beyond Maslow's high, uh, self-actualization. We move into service. And we do that about 45, 50 years old, where it's like, wow, I, I want to. I know I've got more to give. I want to make a difference. I wanna I wanna leave a legacy. And I'm not talking money legacies. I'm talking about sharing the fullness of you in the world. And we get to that place and it's well, how do I make a difference? Well, everybody's a coach out there. Maybe I'll be a coach because that can help people grow and live and i can share my experience with them in my coaching and that will help them or uh maybe i need to do this uh write a book because everybody's writing a book right now and and what i find is we jump from one set of rules to another set of rules and i think where we get lost is it's really time to go in and find your rules find out why you're here, how to deliver who you are. There's no mistake that you did all these great things in your life and developed all these gifts. Why get to a point where I'm going to leave all those gifts behind? Because I think this is going to help me serve, or this is going to help me make a difference. So once, once we understand exactly who we are and we uncover that, that, specific reason we're here. Now we can start living from our place. And that means we start attracting people who are looking for what we have to give instead of spending all the money we spend on a social media person for our business who does it the same way for everybody. They're not attracting your energy. They're not attracting the people that are looking for you. So I I believe when we uncover exactly who we are, how we're showing up in the world, we start attracting the people that are looking for us. And we can deliver our gifts and talents in a way that might not be coaching. It might not be writing a book. It might be doing what you've always done. But from a place of now I know how I'm serving the world.
2: But a lot of people are afraid to uncover that, and also they're afraid to change. Why do you think people are like that?
3: Well, uh, I, I believe uh, so. I'm a I'm a big subpersonality believer. So, uh, we've created all these wonderful subpersonalities in our lives to protect us along the way. Every time we had a trauma where our normal personality didn't know how to handle a situation, we developed a subpersonality. Well. The sub-personalities that we've developed, uh, they don't get any older than the time frame that we developed them. So if, if we had a trauma at five years old, that sub-personality is five years old. If we had a trauma at 16, that that personality is 16. So the change and the fear for change really comes from those sub-personalities because they're trying to protect us at all costs. And... If you step into the unknown, it doesn't know how to protect you in that space. So our, our, these subpersonalities would rather have you be unhappy or have a miserable life than be in danger. So it tries to they try to keep us the same, the, the best that they can do it. The the interesting thing is, you know, in, in the self-help world and transformation world, whatever you want to call it, um, e- even some of the greats, like Wayne Dyer, talked about getting rid of the ego. The, the problem is we can't get rid of those egos. They, they are an energy by itself, and they're going to hang out with us. So the true answer is, how do we become partners with those egos? How do we get them to want to help us and protect us in the situations of a 50 year old or in my case a 63 year old instead of treating me like i'm still 5 or still treating me like i'm 7 so that that's one way to to understand why we're afraid of change the other thing change is hard it's difficult i mean you have to you have to make a plan and you have to what's the next step along the way of change so the exciting thing for me is quantum physics tells us that we can go from where we're at right now to where we want to be at any time we can make a quantum leap and that quantum leap has to be in awareness so the the excitement for me in that is okay well what what do you really want which is hard for all of us but now that you know what you want can you energetically Step into that space, and can you energetically interrupt the the thoughts and the emotions that are keeping you from that, and then just step into what you want to be instead of going through the process of of change?
1: And I was just going to ask you what it means to take a quantum leap in your life, and you answered it, I think, unless you have a little bit more to talk about with the quantum leap.
3: Well, that's definitely the way uh, we take quantum leaps, and it's truly awareness first and then Uh mastering the mind. Uh, But to to help people understand quantum leaps a little bit better, what what a quantum leap was when the scientists found it was, remember when we were in school and we we had the nucleus with the protons and neutrons in it, Uh and then we put the wires around it, we put the electrons on it you know the electrons follow these orbits and there's two in this orbit and there's five in this orbit really what scientists have found when they started studying the energy started st- studying quanta that it's not really true and an electrons here at one time it's over here at another time it shows up someplace else in, in the next moment so that energy is moving around at all times and they call them quantum jumps <laughs> So mm. the quantum leap came from the fact that as energy, which we all are energy, right? When we get down to the core of it, as energy, we can move from here to there like that. But we don't quite believe it yet. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. We've been talking about purpose as well. And why is it so important that people find their purpose?
3: Because that's truly, truly, truly you are here. And what I have found is that we all are truly a puzzle piece in the picture of bringing heaven to earth. And as each puzzle piece, if we live our purpose, if we live what we call at Imagine Miracles, your divine intent, because it's we believe it's the purpose that you brought in at birth, if you live your divine intent you put your puzzle piece in the puzzle and your gifts and talents are extremely important to to other people in the world so once your puzzle piece is in now other people find where they fit they find how they can bring their gifts and talents to the world And and then what it opens it up for the next group and the next group and the next group, because we are all one energy and in finding our purpose and living our purpose, we're giving others the opportunity to do the same.
1: Yeah, I I get that. I love that. I do, too. But What would be your perception of the chaos in the world?
3: Oh, you guys are so good at asking questions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it, we like it, to ask questions.
3: <laughs> if, if, you, if you go to quantum physics, and, and I'm going to explain this in a very um, basic way, but, but everybody will understand it. As energy, in manifesting, it, it's the, the one universal energy. We put our thoughts and feelings out there. We start creating what it is that we want. And when that energy moves from just pure energy into the process of manifestation and creation, it's unfolding. So we're unfolding the unlimited possibilities of the universe into what we want into manifesting. When that energy is no longer needed. It's an enfolded, E-N-F-O-D. So it folds back into the energy until that energy is used again to create something else. Hmm. The unfolding and enfolding process creates chaos. Hmm. So, energetically the chaos comes from change it comes from transformation it comes from the energy um, being manifested and unmanifested manifested and unmanifested so how does that look in our world yeah so right now um if if you look at the the spiritual aspect of things people talk about us moving from the the I consciousness to the we consciousness, we're we're opening up to we're all one. We're opening up to, you know, this is this is all about us and coming together because that's that's how this world's going to make it with us coming together. So we're unfolding the we consciousness. We're enfolding. The eye consciousness and the chaos is happening. So we see we see the eye consciousness in some of the politics we're seeing right now. We're seeing the eye consciousness in uh, the situation in Ukraine. It's all about power. It's all about taking over. It's all again about if I'm wrong, that makes you right and i don't want you to be right i'm the one that's supposed to be right so all of all of this conflict is really starting to to enfold to to leave us and in that the cont the uh chaos that we're seeing is showing up in our lack of diversity it's showing up in our need for power and i just think what we're seeing is the the um evolution of us as energetic beings and we're experiencing all this crap that we're seeing sorry to use that word but all the crap that we're seeing is just evidence of where we need to change yet where we need to grow yet and what we need to love in ourselves before we can make the change
2: I oh that's powerful i i think you've in a way, explained my question here, which is how do science and spirituality relate to each other? Can you elaborate a bit more? Uh,
3: you know, the, the interesting thing is, I, I believe that. Um, are you familiar with the uh, What the Bleep Do I Know? It no, was, uh, it our was, listeners
2: uh, may not be.
3: Okay, it was a tape from before. It, it, it was really talking about quantum physics and. It talked about how energy works. It was kind of, it was about 12, 13 years ago. They just started talking about how science is, is showing us energetically how we can live life. And one of the things they described in there was the separation of, of science and spirituality. And it was really the separation of church powers and, and science. So Uh, science has always been there hand in hand with spirituality. We just didn't know that. Hmm. And and now the scientists are starting to admit more and more, and the religions are starting to open up a little bit more and more about the fact that they're, they're really one. If, if you look at the basis of it or the the underlying teachings of, of all of it. So spirituality talks about us all being one. Well, quantum physics says that there's only one true energy. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, religion tells us that we we all were made in God's likeness and have these wonderful capabilities. Well, quantum physics tells us there's unlimited possibilities for us if we just learn how to create with our thoughts and feelings. So it, the, the concepts just mesh very, very well. And when I say divine intent, that we all come into this world to to teach and to share and to grow and to be the example. And that's how we teach. We only teach your example, really. My, my example for the world is, uh, here's a six foot five, 240 pound guy who grew up in sports and who grew up in being in management and flying airplanes and going to war, now realizing that spirituality is so important in our day-to-day lives. And the the mesh of science gives me an opportunity to share it in a way that even men will accept.
1: Perfect. Yeah, you really figured out your role in this. It's really great. But What do you think is the biggest reason that people are successful in their businesses, lives, and careers?
3: One, desire. Two, um, learning how to change beliefs or build beliefs that support them in what they're doing. Believing in what they're doing is, is huge, Um, I I think the success that we've seen in the past is going to look a little bit different as we move forward. I think people are going to have to be more in alignment with their purpose. I I think that as this chaos uh, works itself through, that people are going to be more interested in how, how are you helping the whole instead of wow, you're very successful. You've got all these great things. And and I'm not saying that we're we're not going to be able to have all these great things. I believe in unlimited abundance, but that unlimited abundance may may look a little different and may be spread across uh, more people and and in more ways as as more and more people start to to live their purpose and show up that way. I, I think success comes from the heart. And even even the people that we feel have no heart, they they believe in what they're doing, and they believe in a lot of cases that they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be. They're showing up in the world exactly the way they're supposed to, and it's just an evolution of truths because all we all have our own individual truth. So it's the evolution of truth as it, as we have the evolution of energy. That I think will change people's perspective on what it means to be successful and how to show up even more successful.
2: So many people who want to achieve success work their their bodies off and they and they just experience burnout. How do you explain that? Why do people do that?
3: Well, I, I don't think we're in alignment with why we're here. I, I really don't. I, I used to be, uh, I, we've got to be balanced. You know, you, you've seen these graphs that the, the wheels got to be balanced, right? Uh, if, if you don't have a, a circular wheel, one area of your life is out here and one area of your life is in there, then we don't have this balanced wheel. But what I've found is, especially with a lot of people that we've worked with, once you find the reason that you're here and and you're truly living on purpose and you're making the difference that you're meant to, you're serving, you're serving from a place of delivering your love. You're serving from a place of delivering your gifts and talents. Now your vibration is being increased as you give, Mm
2: -hmm. as
3: you give, as you give, as you give. And what, what happens there, then you're, you're holding a higher vibration all the time. So that burnout doesn't come. So I, I really believe if if we took the time to find out exactly why we're here and started living life based on that, now we're not going to see the burnout that that we normally would see. I think uh, Sandra Yancey explained it really well in something I heard the other day. She called it the uh, saucer theory. If If you have a cup on the saucer, and you're giving you your energy from the saucer, your cup never empties. Huh. And mm-hmm. and I believe our cup is living the reason that we're here.
1: Mm-hmm. OK, that's great. Uh, and you've touched on this quite a bit about when you're talking about your purpose. But what would you say is the secret to success? Is there a secret or getting what you want in life? Um, Is there something more that you want to add on that front?
3: The secret, the secret to success is knowing who you are.
2: Mm.
3: It truly is. And and I'm not talking, there's a lot of people that look successful out there, but I'll guarantee you that there's parts of their lives that they're not excited about. There's things happening in their lives. They're not happy about, but if you can get to know yourself and then show up fully, that's where success is going to come from.
2: Mm-hmm. Tell us about your podcast, The Miracle You. How long have you been doing it? And um, how do you feel it's enhancing your business and life?
3: Oh, well, um, enhancing my life is an easy one. I have met so many amazing people and, and heard their stories and, and understand where uh, they've had their wake-up calls and how they've then taken those wake-up calls and really followed the path that came from the wake-up call. So I've been doing it for three years. Um, the, the whole reason for the podcast is to help people see they're not alone that we all have wake up calls and those wake up calls. You have a choice on where you go. Once you've had the wake up call, what do you do with it? Do you stay a victim or do you realize that there's a gift in every single thing that we've created or co-created in our lives? And if we can find that gift, now we can change the past, which, which is huge. Um, So uh, I, I love, first of all, giving people an opportunity to, to share what they're doing in the world and how they can live their purpose. So that's one thing that happens. But then also to give those people that are listening an understanding of, wow, that happened to me, too. And, oh, she, she came out of it this way or she learned this. Maybe I can learn something from the experience of I had of of the trauma of maybe a young rape or the trauma of of a father who comes home drunk and and treats you badly. And what we've been able to do as we discuss some of these stories is to uncover the gift and and share how they are able to live their their reason for being here much more fully because they understand what somebody feels like they know what it's like to be in that place and their gifts and talents are based on those understandings and knowing which that goes back to what i shared earlier once once we've uncovered all of these things we're putting energy out and what does the law of attraction say we're going to attract back like people. Well, the energy that we put out is we understand that you went through this trauma. And you, if you're drawn to me, I'm going to be able to help you in that trauma, through that trauma, around that trauma, and to find the gift. Uh, so that's what the podcast is all about. Just getting people to, to know they're not alone, know there's hope, and to really encourage people to step fully into who they are.
1: You know, it's interesting that, I don't know, but for Mary, but for myself, that's how I feel about our podcast. Yes. Because we've been able to speak to people that are giving us so much from their souls, basically, and putting it out there to us, but to all the listeners. And hopefully, we're
3: hopeful
2: that people
1: are getting that and being able to use it in their lives. And also...
3: what a gift to the world podcasts are.
2: Absolutely it is. And and a gift to ourselves, too, as far as being inspired and inspiring. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I want to ask you, you co-wrote Mastering the Art of Success with Jack Canfield, who, as you said, wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And he is such an inspiration to so many. Tell us about that experience doing it.
3: Uh, the, the, the interesting thing about my experience with Jack is I I was in the right frame of mind, the right place, the right time, to spend a lot of time with him. So I was in a year-long program with him, and the uh, you know the, the most exciting thing, and, and I might be taking the podcast in a different direction right now. So I apologize if okay. I do, if I go in the wrong direction. But um, there's an interesting thing that happened to me as I was awakening to understand what what life was for me and and the thing that happened was uh the my guidance actually coming to me every night getting downloads and information and and hearing the the higher vibrations sharing with me what imagine miracles was supposed to look like the next thing that i needed to do to to um learn about myself and to grow and to expand and the the energies, um, they were Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael. Those were the energies that were coming to me at night. And I was getting these downloads and I felt so weird and I felt so strange. But uh, the interesting thing is I was just going through my... With my editor, just before we got on the call, we've got a book coming out. My memoir that talks about the—it's actually Mary is my memoir. We're talking about our journey coming together. It's going to be released in in June. Ooh, but the great. chapter I was working on was about being at Jack Canfield's house for an event. And I was just starting to get these downloads. This information was coming to me and I thought I was really weird, but I I sat down on a table and I was talking to a close friend about, you know, Archangel Michael comes to me at night and I'm hearing this information and and I see this blue color in my head, but, but I'm getting all this stuff that I've never heard about before. So I, I know it's coming from somewhere. It's not like I read it in a book somewhere, and, and we were talking and Jack sat down and he said, what are you guys talking about? And I'm sitting there like, mm-hmm, <laughs> you no, know, do I really tell Jack Canfield this? And, and and I finally just felt that it was right. And I started sharing with him and he started sharing back his experiences about his awakening, oh. about him being able to tap into guidance. and And that was probably the most, Life changing thing for me when Jack Canfield was feeling, experiencing the same things that I was going through. It made it okay for me.
1: Wow, I'm so glad I asked you that question because that's an
2: amazing share. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, um, yes. Um, on another note, talking about your speaking career. Do you enjoy it? Is it one of the favorite aspects of your, your career? And um, do you have any highlights from it?
3: Well, it's, it's definitely what I'm meant to do. (laughs) I mean, there, there, there's no doubt. Um, Most of my speaking early on was platform teaching type of things. Uh, But, you know, the, what I found is that here's the exciting thing that I believe speaking is if, if you're a speaker that's coming from the heart, it's not what you say. It's, it's not even the way you deliver it. It's your energy and the example that you're setting from your energy from stage. If I, if I'm living my message, if, if I'm sharing in a way that, I hope, helps people look at things differently. I, The first thing that I tell Mary, the first thing I tell people when we start a program, I'm going to tell you some things, and I'm going to say some things that you've never heard before. I'm going to share with you some things that you might not agree with completely. Give me seven weeks to take it in, let it let it sit with you for seven weeks. And at the end of the seven weeks, it doesn't work for you. Let it go. Mm-hmm. That's, that is the most powerful thing that, that I've learned to deliver for people. And that's the same thing with, with the talks. Are I'm there any, go ahead. Oh,
2: are there any moments you'd like to share with our audience as far as people coming up to you and talking about how your speaking affected them?
3: I I had an 83 year old woman who completely rewrote her past by taking the time during one of my talks to go back to the different times in her life and find out that it was the perception of a child instead of a perception from an adult. And as soon as she looked at it through adult eyes, She was able to see that it made no sense to hold on to it any longer. And it actually changed her present, which means it really changed her past also. So that that was a big one. Um, I've had a lot of people, especially when I'm talking about the ego personalities, finally believe they're not crazy. Mm -hmm. Ah, So that's what all those voices are. That's where the voices come from. And I had one gentleman come up and share with me, Vince, do you know those voices fight amongst each other? And it was so powerful because I only had a couple minutes with him, but I could, I told him quickly why they fight with each other because they're trying, trying to protect him from two different things. And, and that, That changed him in that moment. I could feel the energy shift there. And there's all kinds of, of those things. You know, the interesting thing that I've, I've seen in myself is I, I know these things happen, but I, it's, it's not like, oh my God, I've made this difference in their lives. All I did was help them remember And in remembering, they can tap into the divine knowledge. They can tap into the divine wisdom and make the changes in their own lives.
1: That's such an excellent point to make with all our listeners. So thank you for that. And we want to tell everybody our guest today has been Vince Kramer, speaker, coach, author, podcast host, and creator of Imagine Miracles.
2: You can reach out to Vince on his website, imaginemiracles.com. He is also on Facebook and YouTube. And Vince, would you tell uh, our audience uh, the names of your books and also the book coming out?
3: Certainly, uh, as you said, mastering the art of success—that's a compilation with, with Jack Canfield. The book coming out is very interesting. We actually have two. The book coming out we just named—it's going to be Moments of Choice. We still don't have the the subtitles, but Moments of Choice will be the title. And um, the other book, uh, I've got—I'm just going to throw this out here, and it's probably a wrong time to throw it out, but I'm a clear conscious channel. And the, the information that I channel through the, the group called the Round Table, there's a series of books coming out based on the channelings. So right now we're looking at the first one, the days become lighter, and it should be released about the same time.
2: Oh good. thank you so much, Vince.
3: Do you guys mind if I share a gift with your audience? Oh, absolutely. Right ahead. Excellent. Yeah. So if you go to imaginemiracles.com forward slash boomers, mm-hmm. there's going to be a, a couple free downloads from for you, you can download a chapter of the Jack book. Um, we've got a take your next step worksheet that you can use that you can download there. And then there, there'll be an offer for the first 10 people from the boomer group that want to. Talk a little bit more about, well, what kind of things do you think is holding me up? Where do you think my ego personalities are getting involved? If you want to learn that, learn about what the next step was, you can get a 20-minute to 30-minute session with either Mary or I for the first 10 people.
1: That's wonderful. Thank you. You're and so we welcome. want to remind our listeners also to follow us on Instagram on Late Boomers and individually at I am Kathy Worthington and at I am Mary Elkins and write to us through our website, lateboomers.biz. We hope that through these podcasts, we can inspire you, entertain you and serve you. And thanks again, Vince.
3: So thank you guys. I, I appreciate so much being here.
2: we hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here and that you enjoy a successful third act with your own style, power, and impact.
0: Calling all speakers. EWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.